Welcome to Off The Cut, a podcast where we talk about building, making, and answering all of your questions. I'm Eric from Spensley Design Co. And I'm Zach from Zach Builds. If you have a question that you would like us to answer on air, you can send it to offthecutpodcast at gmail.com. You can find both of us on YouTube, Instagram, and unfortunately, because we have to keep up with kids, you can find us on TikTok too. All right, now let's get into the show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Off The Cut, episode 42. We're up in Canada. Today is known as Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. But here in Ohio, today is respectfully dedicated to the food of the day. And I don't know that this is a food. This is more of like a cooking accessory. Lard. Oh, well, you know what? If you were desperate enough, you could eat it. Yeah. I don't think that my family ever cooked with lard. No, my family did the thing where if we ever cooked bacon, we would like save the bacon grease in like a little separate side container. And oh, that's, that's fair. Like, yeah, it's like it's like it's free butter, essentially. Right. It's delicious butter. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, I live in an apartment. Mm-hmm. And so I live in my apartment under the same principles as you do with a rental car. Right. You drive it like a rental. Yes, exactly. Bacon grease, straight down the drain. Maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend gets so mad at me for all the stuff I put down the drain. I'm like, coffee grounds, like, you know, all the little food scraps, like, whatever. If, But it's not my problem. I know. Would I do that in the house? Hell no. I probably still do it in the house, too. Actually, it's like, it's one of those things where I've done it now so much that I'm so confident that there's no problems that, like, yeah, if you dump a whole tub, it's fine. But do a little, do it with hot water. Do a little soap chaser. Bingo, bango. You're good. You're good. No problem. Yeah, and like once a week, throw some hot water down there. Throw some ice to clean everything out. Exactly. If there was going to be an issue, I would have already had it at this point. (laughs) Valid. (laughs) Well, this is the same like people with their medical advice. They're like, well, I eat 50 steaks a day and I haven't (laughs) died yet. (laughs) Yeah, I'm also one of those people, too. So watch out. (laughs) I keep screwing with my volume. Oh, yeah. I I think I'm good now. Okay. Okay. I didn't. even. It was just your voice and my volume was all messed up, but it's because my computer volume was at level one. Oh, and then I boosted. Oh. That's going to be good for the podcast. I boosted up my volume mixer through my through microphone. It's too yeah. many things, too many wires. So, okay, so while we're on the subject of audio equipment messing up, today I'm in the middle of eating my lunch, and all of a sudden I hear the loudest effing noise I've ever heard in my entire life. And they're doing work on the apartment next to me, and they're using okay. hammer drills to drill holes in the wall. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I honestly thought that they had punched a hole from the other apartment into my apartment. But I realized pretty quickly that wasn't what it was. My speakers in my office, and I have like relatively big, like six inch desktop speakers. They sure. failed in some dramatic way where they just started blasting like horrible static noises at max volume. Oh, I could, wow. They were they were so loud and intense. I could see the diaphragm of the speaker moving back and forth. And Whoa. I Yeah, I've never had consumer electronics fail in such a spectacular way. I've never had that. I've had like speakers um what am I trying to say? Like give you that really loud just like pop. Yeah. Burst yeah. Out of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. I've had that before too. This was that, but consistently at max volume. That's crazy. Like yeah. I've only had like a quick like boom. Yeah. But this was like a more of a like a aggressive static noise, like popping continuously. I I thought it was a oh. hammer drill going through concrete. So what do you what do you think could have caused it? I don't know. I've, I'm honestly wondering if I should make a little YouTube video about popping them open and, you know, like seeing did like a capacitor inside of it blow up or something like that. Um, Were these the ones that you had made by chance? No, no. Damn it. Yeah, I know. Nice try, Eric. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, oh I see I'm saying you, you make a video and this is the title, like my DIY sp- speakers failed. Yeah. Or something like yeah, that. True. True. Boom. Well, you got a video out of it. I was thinking that I might make a video 
and you know with the title something along the lines of this is why you do it or if you want it done right and you do it yourself and then i, like I make a, another set of speakers i like it because you have made you've made two sets of speakers right yeah at least uh maybe even three i know you've made smaller bookshelf ones and then yep. you made big tower one speakers one two sets of tower speakers or one one set and then i also made a portable bluetooth speaker okay that's what i was thinking yeah yeah okay so, yeah, so I, I was like, I already researched all the parts. I'm like, the only thing is I have this big backlog of videos that I want to make. And it's like, I kind of need the speakers to, to you know do stuff, right? So, yeah, do I bump yeah. that project to the front of the list at the, you know, at, by moving everything else back? Or do I wait like three months in order to get a set of functional speakers again? I don't know. See, this is the premise behind how all of my videos get so delayed and like the video that's coming out in January is a year and a half old because <laughs> this is what happens. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, okay, I really need this or like we need a new dining table. So I dropped everything that I was doing and made a dining table. table. Yeah. This the mysterious dining table. It's still not out. But Allegedly, it's, it's in the pipeline. Yeah, but you get what I mean. It's just yeah. like, you have this list of you're like, okay, things are going well. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I need this. Or like a sponsor needs something. Or you just need something in your home. Like now you need speakers. So exactly. does a speaker jump to the front of the list? I, I don't know. Like th that's the thing. It's like I have a bunch of videos in my head that I think will perform better. And I'm more excited to do. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, realistically, a speaker build doesn't take that long. Probably, you know, like two days in the shop, I could knock it out. So, yeah. Maybe I will. I don't know. I also want to do I've got a whole bunch of computer related projects. I just ordered all the new parts to upgrade my computer. So I was thinking of doing a, like a because, you know, I got my computer in my desk. Yes. I was thinking to do an updated version of that where I like rip it all out, start again, do a bunch of new cool things. So I like that idea. I think the angle. Oh, there it is. What, what flavor you got going that on? That is a grapefruit bubbly. I got the blackberry but nice. again this is a free one oh, so sweetest. playing with the house's money the sweetest flavor um so as somebody who's not super computer techie mm -hmm. i'm trying to think of a way of how are you going to make me super interested in the build that's a good question um, um i mean i think you're obviously a really cool dude so you're not really my target audience i'm trying to get that yeah. nerd audience right yeah. <laughs> um, well, okay, so here's the angle I was thinking for that. I wanted to get like a picture of a big gaming computer on somebody's desk and be like, this is ugly. And then Ooh. Uh, a photo yeah. of my desk where it's like sleek. It's not like all RGB. It doesn't look like unicorn vomit. It's just like a nice, clean walnut design. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. this is not ugly. Or like you do get a picture of like the big gaming desk mm -hmm. with those stupid leds and all mm -hmm. that crap that people mm -hmm. put in there and you do it just as a photo of that yeah and then the title is i don't understand why people do this <laughs> i mean it worked well for you didn't it yeah 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 Dude, that's i i that titles work so well for me that i feel like i haven't been able to get my mind out of that exact title you know what i'm actually gonna write that down because uh, i think that is actually like a perfect title for that video. It's a perfect title for any video. Yeah. Um, so here, uh, while we're on the subject of titles for videos, I have a video yeah. that's performing well, and it's a title that I didn't want to put on the video. That's how it works. That's how, but I was like, I was writing the title out and I was like hesitating to hit, and I wrote it all out and I'm like, mm -hmm. I, th there's a save button and I'm like, should I hit the save button? Should I not? I was like, so the title of the video is your tools are boring. Yes. And it's my, it's my video about dying the thing yeah. that has the highest. Click, that was fun. That has I the like highest that. click through rate of any video I've ever done. Hmm. Yeah. It's over a hundred thousand views now and it's at like a 10% click through rate. Damn. That's super high. It's really high, right? <laughs> See, and to be honest with you, like if you would have just said, hey, Eric, do you think this is a good title? I'd have been like, eh, yeah, you could try it. But uh, I, know, I don't know. And that's kind of how I felt, too. I was there like ready to save. I was like, is this too aggressive? Like, it feels like a like a a hole ish title. 
That's what you need. That's why I think that's what you need, right? So just a little insight for all our listeners out there. Sometimes the the most effective title is the one that you're like, "Mm, I don't know about this one. Okay, you know, sometimes you have to go against your instincts. I noticed because every once in a while, just I like to just keep up with how you're doing. And so I'll I'll go through and look at your stuff. I noticed that you've taken a a play out of my strategy book. Has it been working as far as just stupid ass titles and like random thumbnails? I don't know yet, to be honest. I haven't. I really only did it. uh, I think I did it on Thursday night last week. So you know how the whatchamacallit thing needs a little bit of time yeah. to process? At least a week, usually. At least a week. So I haven't got any conclusive results yet, um, but I'm mm-hmm. curious to see. I'm curious to see. Nothing's like exploded out of nowhere, so so we'll see. But I, uh, you know, it's going to take some, uh, it's going to take some mess around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I, my strategy now is I told you I spent a couple, like two weeks before Thanksgiving, going through every single video and did A-B testing on it. Mm-hmm. Now what I do is once the A-B test has finished, yeah, I write whatever that video is like in an Excel sheet and be like, okay, whatever, Craig Workbench, finish December 6th. And then what I, what I can do is, you know, one, two weeks later, I can go back. And I can be like, okay, this finished December 6th. Has it made upward trajectory Mm -hmm. since December 6th? Mm -hmm. If yes, I'll probably leave it. Yeah. If no, then I'll start another A-B test and then I'll delete that off my list. So I, instead of trying to like go navigate a hundred and some videos, I just have a smaller subset of the ones I know that. I can change or not change. Yes, I think I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm having a hard time now because a lot of them I went through and I did what you said to do, which was if it the old thumbnail and title combination wasn't really working in the past, I just got rid of it and I put a new one yeah. in place. And then I also A-B tested that yeah. against a different one. But yeah. now I'm looking at those results and I'm wondering, does the data from the old previous thumbnail hurt? Or like count towards, uh, I'm trying to, like the A version. Does the history of the video up to that point count against the A version? Um, Or does it start start recording fresh data as soon as you start the test? I wish I knew. Yeah, and I I don't know either. And there's not really any insight into it in the the app, so. No, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things that like I've had, I've had videos that were dead. I mean, talking like, one to two views a month Mm -hmm. that's dead on youtube yeah and i just changed the title and thumbnail and now it's literally going straight up and i'm getting like twenty five thousand views a day on the video wow was it an old uh or sorry was did it take a while for it to start was there a little bit of gathering momentum or was it like flipping Uh, a light switch maybe a week or two okay so there is a little bit of like because that that week or two time makes it so hard to know, like, you know, you change the thumbnail. You're like, is this working? I don't know if this is working. There's a lot of room yeah. for self-doubt in that, that one to two weeks, right? I think what I've learned through this entire experience is to not be afraid to try something. Yeah. Yeah, that's good advice. I mean, uh, yeah, like I was afraid to try that title. Like this, your tools are boring, right? And that's blowing up. <laughs> yeah. And so, that's awesome, man. That's, yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, so uh, so fingers crossed that video does well. We'll see. Well, uh, speaking of things getting blown up, Ooh. our Patreon inbox blew up this week, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got a new rigid fan. Oh boy, Santiago Osorio, and Ooh. I'm sure I'm murdering that pronunciation. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. We have two new apprentices. Uh, one I've been chatting with on Instagram a little bit. Nice. And that's Ryan Nichols at Grayport Woodco. Okay. And our other apprentice is Jacob Dinwiddle. I, again, I, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing everyone's mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. Is that a brand name or is that a last name? Because Whittle, I'm just picturing like whittling woodworking you know what i mean din no d-i-n 
Yeah. Whittle. Yeah, Whittle. I don't know. Okay, okay. okay. Maybe it's like a, the name for like a Swedish wood whittler. That's what, yeah, you know, potentially, like, potentially. In Sweden, they call it din whittling. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we've got a, a, another cocker that oh, wants to join us. My God. And wow, it was oh, a busy week. I feel bad for not checking the Patreon. Jeez. Yeah. Every, for everybody, Zach never looks at the Patreon. I, I, I try to be in there. In my defense, in my defense, for all oh, the patrons, you're gonna throw me there, under the bus. Yeah, you're gonna throw you under the bus. To log into the Patreon, there's a two-factor authentication thing, and it goes to Eric's phone. So the only way I can log in is yeah. if I arrange with Eric to have him send me the code. Right. Right. Yeah. That's the problem that that I never foresaw when when you're sharing accounts. It's tough when you share an account with somebody because, mm-hmm. like. You know me, I go to these random password generators and they're like 36 character long yes. random passwords. So which like, is great, which I'm, I'm all in favor of that because it's like good security. Yeah, but then if you have the two-factor authentication, like you don't live anywhere near me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have the same phone number as me, so yeah. I'm going to get this stuff. And yeah. usually if I do get it, I'll like send it to you, but I don't think I've gotten one in a, in a while. Yeah, but the, and the thing is like, What's what are the chances you're looking at your phone in that like 30 second window that the right. thing needs? So, right. Yeah. I mean, if I'm not on OnlyFans, I'm not going to be on my phone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I do but, love about those random security passwords, though? Hmm? Uh, the random character mm-hmm. passwords. Even if somebody kidnapped me and they're like, what's the password to the Patreon or I'm going to blow out your brains? I'd be like, I don't know. You can't even get the information out of me. <laughs> See, ultimate- well, or they'd be like what what is the password for your patreon account yeah and and like, I'd be like i don't even like, know <laughs> be like i have no freaking idea eric's got a 36 letter <laughs> random generator exactly it's, not like it's password like, one two three this exactly it's the highest security they should do this in like you know all the spec ops and cia operatives right yeah yeah That's we've cracked silly. the code the ultimate oh, security yeah. code but so that brings our list of cockers to mm-hmm. Jason Price, Derek Jennings, Corey Duvall, Scott Eastman at EC's Woodshop, and our top tier power cocker. It's the power cocker formerly known as Wes. <laughs> I forgot he changed his name. Yeah, that gets me every time. I yeah. enjoy it. <laughs> that gets me but, uh, so. Those are people, every time you sign up for our Patreon, you get access to the after show, a bunch of other cool stuff. You get shirts, um, you get to hang out with us, all kinds of cool stuff. You get the Discord community thing. Yeah, yeah. The Discord's yeah. been a lot of fun lately. Um, yeah, people people are recommending me some good videos in there. Uh, I think it was Brock sent me uh, a DIY perks video that was very pertinent to something that I'm doing soon. So. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a cool nice little, It's a nice little space. But if you, so, if you want to join that, you know, not a hard sell here. Patreon.com slash off the cut podcast. It's in the description. You basically get double your podcasting pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Except and we're the, more uns, uncensored over there, too. That's, and, you know, it's theoretically it's double, but occasionally we do hit, forget to hit record on the after show. So, wait, hold on. We didn't forget to hit record. That's true. That's true. Mark did. Yes. Yes. Very important. And that's why detail. we're now working on two recording apps. Yeah. At the same time. So. We have a level of redundancy built into our system now. So fingers crossed that never happens again. That's, you know, that's like that's one of those things. It's like when you're doing anything in life, you are bound to You're gonna make, mess up. <laughs> you're gonna mess up. You're bound to make mistakes. <laughs> And it's important to look at each one of those mistakes like a learning opportunity and to find a way to prevent it from happening again. Happens all the time in woodworking, happens all the time in content creation, and now it happens all the time in podcasting, right? Like we Well, hopefully only once. Hopefully only once. But I think we have a pretty, you know, knock on wood, we have a pretty foolproof system now where even if somebody forgets to hit record, we should still have a backup record. Yeah, as long as everything goes to plan. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we yeah. don't mess up. But then, if we do mess up, then we'll you know just add that. We'll find out a solution for how we messed up that time, and we'll just keep iterating on it until we have a foolproof system. We'll record on three apps exactly, and locally on three different devices. 
So I'm trying to pull up. I got a voice memo. Oh, nice. And for whatever reason, I can't pull it up. Uh-oh. Um, Maybe I'll just keep screwing around with this while we're... Uh, should we tease our guests episodes. coming up in the new year? Oh, yeah. Go for it while I try to do this. Oh, fuck. I wasn't ready for that. I've... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hold on. I'll I'll do that then. You know I'm bad um, with names. Uh. <laughs> okay, so we got a lot of recommendations, and it's somebody who I've chatted a little bit with in the past. Yes. I did a cameo on one of his newest videos, and he's a okay. new upcoming creator that's starting to, you know, pull in some steam. Oh, yeah, so he's we, making waves. Yeah, I was, look, I was sure. looking at his channels. He's doing great. Yeah. We had a couple people recommend that they wanted us to invite him on the show so we're gonna have drew wit from witworks on um we're gonna wait till after the new year just because like holidays are weird for everybody yeah. it'll be like middle of january he's gonna be on the show nice nice yeah january 10th did we say i don't know i think so sounds about right uh also craig just shouted explicit in the live chat so i think one of us might have sworn unintentionally oh. and neither okay. of us noticed <laughs> it's probably me where i was trying to pull up the the what you might call the voice memo thing mm. i don't know why this is so challenging but the other thing we wanted to talk or i wanted to talk about why i try to bring this up and if i start saying weird stuff because i'm trying to talk and look at my phone at the same time mm -hmm. stop me okay um i'll do my best a lot of people have asked us for specific creators to be on our show oh mm -hmm. uh the truth of it is a lot of times it's just really hard to connect with people yeah and if you have a super super tiny show sometimes it might be challenging to get these people <laughs> on the show right um but with that being said we do have to say that we've seen tremendous growth we've got like 60% growth in the podcast in the last like month. Yeah. I've been blown so, away. Yeah. Somebody, somebody or combination of somebody is, is helping us out tremendously by sharing this. So mm -hmm. if you want us to get these bigger name people on the show, the best way for you to do that Tell is to just share this podcast so we yeah. can get more listeners yeah. and stuff. I mean, it, um, it, you know, Eric and I do this cause we have a great time doing it. Yeah. Um, but it's it is a tough draw, you know, sometimes to a larger creator, especially to say, hey, can you carve out two hours in the middle of your pack schedule for to do this podcast with us? And it's not really going to be of any huge benefit to you. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> we don't get paid for this. You, they don't get paid yeah, for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's challenging. It's challenging. So I got the voice memo. You want to hear it? Yes, I do. A hundred percent. Who do you think this came his oh my god, who do you think this came from? Uh I'm gonna say let's say Corey. You're wrong. Oh Mark Alms. Oh, okay. He's our go-to voice memo. Yeah, guy. he's got a and great he's got a great voice. All right. Uh volume on. I hope my phone doesn't die while I play this. So let's go get after it. Hey guys, Mark Alms here calling in again. Got a question for you as we round out the year. Being brutally honest with yourselves, how do you feel like 2022 treated you guys on the business side of things? What are you happy with? What do you wish went better? Uh, maybe didn't live up to the expectations. And, uh, you know, looking back on the year, what did you absolutely love? How it went? Okay. So just looking for some perspective, what you guys think uh, your year was like. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See ya. That's a good do question. Do you want to hit it first? Yeah, I mean, I think overall the year went really well. Like, I honestly... It, any complaints I have about how things went would be nitpicking to to a yeah. large degree. Um, sure. The you know I, I I don't know. You know I think all my socials have been performing well. Instagram, man, probably not. <laughs> but Instagram's like, dead for everyone. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but YouTube has been great. You know I think I've probably doubled my the size of my channel on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I've, you know, hit and exceeded like all my revenue targets for the year. Uh, That's awesome, man. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it, again, it's not like I'm going to retire tomorrow money, but it's like, oh, this is becoming a viable business kind of money. Yeah. Um, And I've gotten to do, you know, it's it's just crazy 
the amount of doors that get opened up to you if you do a YouTube channel yeah. for, for, for a while, right? Like you can just email people and they're, or, you know, I don't know, call people and you just, there's a certain level of opportunity that it really affords you, which is uh, not something that that I'm used to. And I'm still hugely appreciative for it. So it's been, that, that part's been really exciting. It's obviously a lot of ups and downs, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, there are things that I wish I didn't do. It's so, it's so hard um, to know which videos are going to perform well at the outset, right? So there are projects that I invested way too much time in that became yeah. videos that didn't do anything. It's like, oh man, in that amount of time, the I could have table. Exactly. Yeah. Like I spent like two or three weeks building that, let alone editing it and everything. It's like, I could have done like five other projects in that time. Right. If I had like used my time a little bit more effectively, but you know, that's life. You take gambles. They don't all pay yeah. off. Like, no. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been good. I've, uh, been ups and downs, but again, you just got to power through the downs and try and get to the ups. Right. Yeah. So how have you felt like, take like content creation aside. Mm -hmm. How have you felt that like your overall like making maker ability, woodworking skill, designing, creating things has progressed over the last year? Uh, I mean, I started the year a hack. I'm still a hack at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> hey, the hack brothers. <laughs> no, uh, I think it's yeah, it's interesting. I found uh, a new passion for the CNC, which I think, you know, okay. has been a has been a pretty reoccurring theme on my channel throughout the year. Just the ability to really design things like down to the fraction of a millimeter. It's opened up all sorts of new worlds for me. Um, yeah. So I'm really appreciating that aspect of things. And I feel like I've developed so much, you know, like uh, the, the first little retro game console thing I made. It, it was really basic at the end of the day. And I've, I've tried to step it up consistently sure. each iteration from there. And I feel like my ability to. Uh, like kind of model things in three dimensions in my head and then translate that into an actual physical object has gotten a lot better throughout the year. So I'm really, really uh, quite pleased with that. Yeah. yeah. So where do you, or what are you like building wise? What most excites you or are you, are you thinking about, man, I really want to do this next year. Here's something I want to try building, like joinery, a certain project, anything like that. Uh, one thing that I would really like to, again, going back to the CNC, one thing that I would really like to try in the new year is potentially working with some metals on the CNC, like carbon, Ooh. copper and aluminum pieces. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to learn TIG welding. So like welding mm -hmm. aluminum potentially. Um, yeah, yeah. More precision stuff like that. You know, I'd like to try working with some acrylics and, uh, different materials like that. I, I see myself actually, uh, who knows what 2023 holds, but I see myself getting a little bit more away from furniture and a little bit more into just kind of making neat stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, also at the end of the day, you can only put so much furniture in your home. Right. And let's be real. We, you and I are doing this. We enjoy doing it. It's fun, but it is a business. Yeah. And if I have one project video thing I'm building or whatnot, that's going to take two days and another one that's going to take me a month, it's I'm hard pressed to hit on that one that's going to take me a month because yeah. the financial gain on that amount of time spent on something, it's really hard to justify it. Exactly. The only way I'm going to be doing any like more month long projects is like with the NFT table where I don't really understand how long it's going to take at the start of the project. Right. <laughs> or if it's 100% just like a huge passion player. That, yeah, it's, that's true. That's true. I could definitely see myself doing something like that. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I I uh, I I've been having fun doing I have another video coming out probably this weekend. It's like another kind of like tool. It's just like messing around with tools 
Okay. And I've been enjoying making those videos, one, because they don't take me that long to make. You know, it's like an afternoon in the shop with a screwdriver kind of messing yeah. around with them. Right. Um, and so it's it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see if those will have a bigger role in my channel in the future, because for the you know, the past year, I've been focusing head down so much on doing build videos, which yeah. are very labor intensive to create and they don't always perform that well. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I'm curious to see if, you know, exploring power tools is there's a little bit more of a, I can make slightly easier videos and still, you know, make them interesting and entertaining for people. I think that's kind of where I see myself navigating some waters next year is a blend of not everything has to be a build video, like mm -hmm. try to get some of these you know, quote unquote, talking head videos and just play with them and see how they perform. Yeah. Um, will they have a building component inside of them? Perhaps. Yeah. But like, for example, the video I've been talking about that I finally got around to recording today was the, the don't buy Milwaukee tools video where nice. I basically just talk about how the brand of tools is completely irrelevant. I, I, just, I'm curious to see that. I'd like to see that for sure. Yeah. And so how long did that take me to record? Well, you know, it took me a, a little, like an hour or so to write the script and get everything that I wanted. Um, maybe an hour to record it, a couple hours to edit it. But all in all, I, from beginning to end, finished the entire video in one day. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. As opposed to, you know, a build video where it's like, I'm going to take a day or two planning what I just want to even build mm -hmm. and design it. And like, mm -hmm. I still want to do both, but I don't foresee myself just always and only doing build videos. Yeah, I kind of see my future as like maybe one and one. Like, yeah. And then that way you can keep up a, a more manageable cadence where you're posting like twice a month, like once every two weeks or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like alternating back and forth between talking head video and build video. But that's kind of, uh, I need to find a format for talking head videos that that uh yeah. that actually performs well on the channel and it's just experimenting exactly it's just experimenting um I, sorry go ahead no 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 good you go one other thing i wanted to kind of explore a little bit in the new year is sharing some of my opinions a little bit more about the industry and things in general mm. like i have this video i think i've talked about it on the podcast before and the, the, the thumbnail and title idea for it is dewalt is making a huge mistake and oh, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all about how uh, Stanley Black & Decker doesn't allow you to use batteries of different platform, like within their ecosystem, you can't use Craftsman batteries with DeWalt tools. And mm. I kind of personally think that's a little bit of a strategic mistake. I think it's not like customer friendly. So yeah. I would like to kind of make some videos in that direction, you know, expressing you know, how I think the industry can do a little bit better. I like that idea. I My biggest struggle with like talking head topical videos is I don't like to watch myself mm -hmm. talk. Mm -hmm. And so like if I have like a even like a five second clip, I'm like, oh, my God, I need B-roll. Oh, yeah. I can't stand to watch myself. Yeah. But if I watch some like if I watch one of your videos because it's not me. You could have a 20 second clip of you just talking to the camera and I wouldn't think anything of it. I still have that same impulse with you. It's I try and throw as much B-roll as I possibly can, but that can right. kind of be fun. Like I'm having a little bit of fun right now. Like the latest video I did is a little bit heavier on graphics and like text on screen and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, I throw away to images a lot of time. I'm like, oh, here's a picture of like what my first car looked like because sure. it kind of relates to topics. So just little stuff like that. And uh, the other thing that really helps from, I mean, from making me feel better about just having uh, uh, long clips of me talking is the A camera, B camera system where you have two cameras yeah. set up and you can yeah. just cut from one to the other. And not only does it help to like cover your pauses and your ums and your ahs and stuff like that, um, but it just keeps things feeling a little bit more dynamic. Yeah. 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 The other thing I, I struggle with with the talking head videos is... Sometimes I just don't feel like the video, like I'm like, oh, I could talk like, I don't know, make something up. I could talk about tips and tricks with pocket holes. Like mm -hmm. 
I'm really not that excited to talk about that. Yes. Yeah. So like, yeah, I don't even like, because I'm not excited about it, it's probably not going to make a super interesting video and then mm-hmm. it's not going to perform well. And then I'm going to be like, oh, I should have never done this. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I think that's where kind of like your passion has to play a role in dictating what you're making. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, yeah, that, that can be a little tough. That's why I, I am kind of weirdly passionate about like all the, I don't know. I, I want to almost call it like consumer advocacy or like, yeah, yeah, like that stuff is kind of important to me. So it's that's I, I would find it interesting to talk about some of those things in the, the woodworking and building space. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess. Oh, wait, we're still on Mark's question. I just realized that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you still have to answer your half of how the year went. So for you. how the year went? Well, as Zach definitely how do I say this eloquently stated there were a lot of, let's see, there are a lot of years start off with some big ups like my, you know, Instagram, whatever, all that kind of stuff was blowing up. Mm -hmm. I was really enjoying building a bunch of stuff. I tried some new things. Things are going well, got some good sponsorships. And then the old, uh, Instagram, Facebook debacle of this summer happened where I was like, Oh my gosh, this all might be over. Luckily, as everybody knows, I ended up getting it back. Um, so that was nice. And then within the last like month or two, my YouTube has just absolutely blown up. <clears throat> I've made some great relationships with some good sponsors and things have honestly never looked better. Yeah. So all in all, I truly view even the negative aspects. Like, you know, I've, there have been some brands that I had poor partnerships with, um, you know, just some business things were like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't, shouldn't have been charging so little for some things. I don't view those as negatives. I view them as like growing learning lessons. It's like what we were saying before with like the podcasts, audio recording issue, right? Like it, it, it sucks the first time, but then you develop a system to counteract it or to work around it. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, ever I honestly, I, Everything is going super well. I hit, I well surpassed, almost doubled my revenue goal for the nice. year. Congrats. So I was, yeah, thanks, man. I was pretty excited about that. Um, yeah, it's uh, very close. Like if if it weren't for me having to buy my own, own insurance, I 100% could have quit my job this year. Mm. Should have been sweet. But I have the ability to work both. So like, why not take the extra money? Cause it's not unbelievably stressful for me to do both. So like, why not yeah. take both? Right. Yeah. But it's going well. I think the thing I'm most excited for next year is, well, I think there's going to potentially be some big shifts in my life in a positive way. I think, uh, you know, things with Miranda are probably going to, to move on nice in a good way that sounds like you're breaking <laughs> yeah, yeah. up right she's gonna be moving um, on to a different house <laughs> she's going to be pursuing other opportunities <laughs> no um yeah we're looking to get engaged and, yeah. and every yeah thanks man everything that goes along with that you know moving out of the apartment and whatnot so i'm excited for those potential endeavors to see what happens and see where shop uh let's call it 3.0 happens because shop 1.0 is the parking lot. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. So yes, excited yes. to see where that goes. Um, I feel like that's something that I could potentially make some content around that people would be interested, like moving shops and yeah. setting, setting up shop. And yep. like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's challenging. It's, do I take the avenue of, my channel only has potentially viral content or do I do behind the scenes stuff on mm. it too? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it can be both. I think you've kind of proved in a, in a, like at a certain level, like you can have a shop moving video and it can still go viral as long as you put the right thumbnail and title on yeah. it. Right. Yeah. You make, I mean, you make a good point. I think you'd have to make it be interesting, not just yeah. like, well, oh, totally. I'm moving this. Yeah. Now I'm moving that. 
Yeah, but I mean, you you you're good at making your videos interesting. It's not like you know they're always fun to watch. So it's I think you just take that same format and like that passion for storytelling, and then just apply that to the process of moving the shop, right? Yeah, and maybe you do like a video where you kind of show yourself moving everything out of the shop, but then the overall story arc is like, here are all the things that were really challenging in this space, and yeah. here's how this new space is going to, you know, potentially alleviate some of those challenges yeah. or whatnot. Yeah, here's how I'm planning where all the tools are going to go in the new shop. Here's yeah. how I packed everything away so that I can unpack it quickly and efficiently on the other side, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. you know? The only thing about that is, do you know how big of a pain in the ass it's going to be to film as you're trying to move and pack things up? I think, yeah, you got to do like just like GoPro on the wall. It's going to be time lapse Ta for sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just like move the camera every five or ten minutes or mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. But the other kind of in conjunction with that, I've been uh, starting my annual purge. Ooh. And uh, I basically just go through and I like genuinely take a hard look mm -hmm. and I go, do I need this? Yes. And so we kind of talked about a little bit last week of all, all the, the power tools that mm -hmm. I'm going to get rid of. All the um, different battery platforms and stuff. Right. Yeah. So that was the whole push for me to to film that Don't Buy Milwaukee Tools video where I tell you the brain doesn't matter. Um, I obviously needed all of those tools as visual aids. Mm -hmm. But now that the video is done, I'm just going to get rid of them all. So, yeah. so I think I'm going to do my classic uh, Instagram one penny auction. I like where it. I throw it at a penny and uh -huh. just be like, anybody who wants it, it's yours. Mm -hmm. Have at it. Nice. Because I think that's kind of exciting for people in the community. And a lot of times people get wicked deals on stuff because I don't care. Like, yeah, if a $150 drill gets sold for $30, great. I made a couple of bucks on it and somebody out in the community is getting right. a wicked deal on a drill that they're going to use way more than I would. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I should really do that. I got a lot of tools I don't need. Speaking of tools, you see what can you see behind me? Oh, a festival box. I was wondering what was in Several the box. festival boxes. Yeah, your shoulder was I, covering the, the branding yeah, before. Yeah. So what do you got? I got all kinds of stuff. I got, they sent me two routers, Ooh. the 1010 and the 1400. So okay. it's like a, basically a palm router and then like a two horsepower router. Okay. Okay. Um, They sent me several of their like, organization bins like you put like the screws and stuff in there sure yeah, yeah like you close the top and you shake them and they don't fall that's over the nice place. yeah send me a bunch of those they sent me the um something else uh oh and then they sent me like the drill driver combo kit thing nice right do you so, do you already had that one though didn't you i do okay but they sent me another one okay well maybe <laughs> so. uh maybe another one penny auction right there yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe the old one put up as a one penny option. Yeah, but well, you, you could end up being like me and I have like 20 drills and drivers. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. I mean, especially like when Miranda do Miranda and I do projects together. It's like, you don't you don't have to be like, oh, can I have that? Oh, yes. can I have that? Yeah, oh, yeah. It is that? definitely nice to have a couple backups, but you just don't want to have too many like I do. I should have brought this drill in as a visual aid. This, the drill has like a detachable chuck on the front of it so oh, you yeah. can have you can put like your quarter inch hex drive chuck mm -hmm. so it's like an impact driver yep. or you can take that off you can put a right angle chuck on yep. it you can take that off you can put like a regular like metal twist jacobs chuck on it or you can put this like offset one so yep. you could put it right up to a corner i was like that's freaking genius i have that tool but it's dewalt um but they did it with their 12 volt line, not their. Yeah, it's more 20. like a cabinetry. It's line. a cabinetry. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So is this like their full fat? It's like their full size one. Cool, yeah. Cool. 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 I like that. Uh, if you yeah. post about it, somebody's going to say Milwaukee did it first. So just be ready for that. Oh, my favorite recently is when I've been posting the woodpeckers videos mm -hmm. and people are getting real pissed off at me about their pricing mm. it's like i didn't make the price uh, yeah I, I don't set the price like you're talking to the wrong guy 
Right, right. Yeah. It's too funny. Yeah. It's too funny. People, th- um, yeah. I don't know why people get so mad at woodpeckers for the pricing. I mean, even JCats was a little bit salty with them, but I think, you know, making high precision stuff in the United States is not cheap, right? Like, and when I went there, I talked to some of the representatives of the brand and I just flat out asked them about financials. Yeah. And I can tell you that their profit margins aren't ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, very reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, it's not like they're making 300% margin. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I mean, it's uh, again, that's why I come back to, I'm sure if you outsourced it to and made it all in Vietnam or something like that, yeah, you could get production costs lower, but there's always going to be a premium to have things made in North America. Every single thing they have there is made on site. Yeah. You should see the sheer number of machines that they have in there. Like laser cutters alone. I think they had 15 like massive hundred thousand plus dollar laser cutters. Yeah. Running 24 seven. I did um, I did a video a little while ago for this Canadian guy um, who owns a company called United Clamps, and he made a T-square that he was really proud of. He gave me one. And was so, that the one with the maple leaf? Yeah, exactly. So I okay. made a video about it. But, like, it, people were ragging on him for the price of that. I think he posted it at 179 And it's like a 24-inch yeah, square? Tw- yeah, 24-inch T-square. And he made... I think he made like 200 of them or something like that. Sure. So like very limited run. He even made, he made those overseas. Like he designed them all here in Canada yeah. and he like contracted a company overseas to make yeah. them. And even those, like I know his, his profit margin on those was like razor thin. Like he, oh, yeah, I'm sure he wasn't making a ton of money. So it's so, I don't know. People love to complain about prices, but they've just never actually gone to the lengths of creating a product to know how much really goes into it. Right, right, right. But yeah, people are annoying. People uh, are annoying. Let's see. What, what have you been working on this week? Anything exciting? Anything that uh, you want to share with the people? Not really too much. Um, so I finished my wood Xbox project. I got that all done. Uh, I'm I was, excited. I was wrapping up the tool comparison video. So I was doing the last uh-huh. final touches on that. I was prepping for my Christmas special, my DeWalt giveaway. Oh, I cannot wait for this one. Man. Yeah, so I was, I was, you know, writing a little intro today. Uh, I want to give a shout out to DeWalt on this because so we went back and forth a couple times, like me explaining the concept, and then they were like, "Okay, so like, you know, we'd la- love to tie this into our uh, winter promotions. They're doing this thing called what's it, uh, Power of Possibilities with DeWalt, and it's basically okay. they're, they're just doing." At all the big box retailers, they have sales on. That's the thing. Yeah. So their only ask for me in this video was to say, uh, they don't even want to run it as like a sponsored video. They're like, all we ask is that you say, if you like any of the tools that I'm giving away today, they're probably on sale at your local retailer. Fair. That was like their only ask for yeah. the entire video. And they gave me, you know, whatever, $5,000, $6,000 worth of tools. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Or they show up on a pallet? Uh, no, they actually showed up like a piecemeal, like one oh, little God. thing at a time, which was really funny. But hey, whatever. Now, so here's the debate I'm having. Should I wrap these? Mm, I don't know. Uh, and also, can I run a thumbnail title combination oh, by you? Absolutely. So I was, th- I was thinking, you know, do you go just like super... You know, uh, like, I don't know, to the point, like giving away $5,000 worth of tools. Okay. Or here's the alternative title I was thinking about. It's uh, I'm sick of influencers getting free stuff. Oh. And then it's just me mm. sitting on a pile of on the big pile of tools with like my head in my hands, like looking upset. Because now you're giving well, free stuff. my whole thing, ah. I wrote the intro today. So the whole thing is, it's like, look, it's 2022. Everybody's sick of watching influencers flexing online with the free stuff they got. So in this video, I'm going to flip the script 
and I'm going to give away tools to normal, everyday, hardworking people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Um, I love those ideas. I think with your first thumbnail, you like build almost like a wall of the tools behind oh, you. Okay. And then like you're kind of like smaller. Yes. In there. So it looks like a massive pile of tools. Yeah. That you're then just like kind of sitting in front of. Okay. Okay. For, sorry, for the one where I'm like. For the giving away. Tools. The giving away. Okay. Okay. So am I behind the tools then? I'm trying to think of how I would design Potentially. this. Potentially. Whatever, whatever way you can make yourself appear smaller. Yes. And the quantity of toolboxes. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. Okay. So we're talking wide angle lens down low. And then yes. like me slightly in the background. So the tools are massive in frame. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I like that. I like that. Okay. Um, the So the other one, like I'm tired of people getting free tools or whatever. Yeah. Um, I like yeah, I like that like the head on the face thing. Yeah, I was thinking I was thinking like me sitting on a pile of tools and then like I don't know, I was debating like adding text to the like you know maybe like a bunch of price tags on all the different boxes. Okay, okay. Because I know um, people people love price tags. So what about this? Okay. You have like a split screen where like on one side you're reaching mm -hmm. like this, you're reaching to like grab this free tool and then on the other side you have this like guy in a suit that's like handing you and that has a price tag it says zero and, and then it says oh, like interesting. i'm sick of influencers getting free tools oh okay i like that that's a, yeah that's a good one man i, like I got that. so much stuff to write down i know i know <laughs> uh, okay, I, okay. Gonna, I thought i had i had something else i wanted to say but i don't remember hmm i don't know okay well if it comes to you it comes to you if not it if not, it doesn't. What are you yeah. working on? What do you got? Well, I just finished the, like I said, the tools you shouldn't buy. Yes. The the don't buy Milwaukee tools video. Do you um, have a sponsor already lined up for that? Or am I going to have to wait a year before I see that? Uh, it's probably six, seven years before that's okay. done. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I have. I want to build some furniture. I'm in. Actually, before that, I'm building because I haven't really built anything in a little while. And one of my friends, a kind of older friend, like old coworker from college, reached out and he goes, I know you're probably going to cringe when you hear this. He goes, can you build me a set of cornhole boards? Yeah. And I was like, eh, sure. So I'm building a set of cornhole boards. Like it's one of those things like I'm not going to film it. Oh, I just okay. get out there kind of. Cut some things up, throw yeah. it together, and say, yep. like, oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah. Make a few bucks. Yeah. Nothing so, crazy. So I worked so, on that. Sometimes it's nice to just do those simple projects. Like my um my friend's daughter just turned one, and my friend's wife was asking me, he's like, could you just do her name in cursive script on the like CNC? A CNC project? Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Like it's oh, okay. Well, it's gonna take me like 20 minutes to do it. Maybe I'll stain it to throw a coat of finish on it, and then it'll be a nice little yeah. thing that she'll have for the rest of her life. It's not like you're gonna have to sand it, do the whole sanding progression. Like if it's decent enough, that's all they care about. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I haven't that. been in the shop in a while to just do something for fun. For yeah, for me, for not filming reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing that. I'm going through again, I'm purging all these tools. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that's exciting to me to like go through and get rid of all this stuff, declutter, and then I can like, oh, I should actually reorganize it like this. Yeah. Yeah. But then I obvious or always I'm like, well, that would be really nice if I had this thing right here, like a fold-down workbench. And then I'm like, a year later, now something else is clutter. It's it's a cycle yes. of like yeah. you get rid of stuff, you bring new stuff in, and then you get rid of stuff and bring new stuff in. Mm -hmm. It's just a constant churning. Mm -hmm. uh, Sophie and I used to do a like Boxing Day throw everything out day. So not just yeah. in the shop, but we'd like empty out all the closets and like just literally like hold stuff up. Do we need this? No. Okay. Donation bin. That is the most exhilarating thing for me. It's a, I know I really enjoy it too. You you feel lighter when you're done. Oh yeah. You're like my life is so much more simplified. Yeah. 
And especially, you know, get a get a six pack of beer while you're doing it. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. So time. we do a similar thing. We call them clean and cocktail night. I I know you've told me this before and I told Sophie about that. I was like, I think we should start doing this. It's oh, have you tried it yet? No, we haven't tried it yet, but we're it's definitely I mean, maybe when we do the purge, we'll do. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll play the we'll play the play the air raid siren from the purge. We'll have a <laughs> cocktail and then we'll start getting rid of stuff. You if you get it like two or three cocktails in you, mm-hmm. you'll like go in the other room and she'll be like suction cup to the ceiling with q-tips and be like i noticed there was dirt up here i had to get it yeah and the thing about having a couple of cocktails while you do it too is you just don't care as much like you're like no. yeah get rid of it fuck it throw it out oh there's the explosive but we already had the explosive oh yeah so. we already had um, one there yeah it just makes you makes things a little bit a little bit easier maybe i can convince her that we can do that again before christmas or something yeah you gonna do anything for Christmas? Stuff. You gonna have like the family over to your place, or you go to your parents? No, we always go to my parents, and then we're gonna go to Miranda's family probably on like Saturday of Christmas. I don't even know what day Christmas is on. Okay, um, it's really challenging to get everyone's schedules to line up, so we typically end up doing two things. Yes, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, yeah. you know nothing crazy. Nice. I don't think I have any huge holiday plans. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, or I'm going to go into like a friends. Uh, like we're all kind of getting together, like renting a cabin because one of our friends nice. is moving to Texas. So okay. like we're doing like a long weekend to hang out with her and stuff. We're doing that in January. But Sweet. other than that, I don't think I got any big plans. Oh, we're going to see uh, Dave Chappelle on Ooh. New Year's Eve. That would be fun. He he lives near, near you, right? Like he, I, he he lives about forty five minutes away. Okay, okay. So are you going yeah. to like he? I, I think he has like a theater or something. Does he not? So he has a place called uh, Yellow Springs, which is just on. So I'm like the northeast part of Columbus, mm-hmm. and Yellow Springs is like the west side of Columbus, okay. but out a little further. So okay. he has. Um, this thing that he does that he never really announces and it sells out like instantly called Chappelle and Friends. Okay. Where he'll do like comedy shows or he'll have like big musicians just come and like play a set before a comedy show. Mm-hmm. And these things sell out in like a couple minutes and you never know where they're going to be. So when we found out he was going to do the New Year's Eve show, uh, we were pumped. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, right. Chappelle's show back in the day that was like my favorite sketch comedy. i mean it, it may i haven't rewatched it in a long time but might very well be my favorite sketch comedy show of all time you know i hate to say it i don't think i've ever seen it you don't you haven't seen it really i know of it and i've probably seen just like a couple clips here and there the same way i have seen like key and peel yeah yeah yeah. i've definitely seen like the a a ron yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah like i've seen yeah a couple of those like signature skits yeah like the fuck your but couch. i've never i'm rick james bitch <laughs> right 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 i've seen that one yeah but i've never like sat down and been like oh season one season two season three or whatever yeah it's uh it's worth doing same thing with key and peel honestly uh okay yeah I, I don't know. I've got a soft spot in my heart for sketch comedy. I love those shows. So, yeah. Hot take on a sketch comedy mm-hmm. that a lot of people just rave about how great it is. Oh. But I think it's crap. Okay. Portlandia. Um, Which, uh, uh, yeah, no, I tried to watch. I, I was getting uh, Portlandia and Broad City mixed up. I like Broad City, but Portlandia, I'm there with you. I didn't like it at all. It was like... And I'm all for weird shows, yeah, like kind of quirky, offbeat shows. But Portlandia, I was just like, too huh? weird, too weird. You know, I don't know. Maybe this is not a good recommendation, but I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. I think that's the guy's name. It's called. It's called. I think you should leave. It's on Netflix. It's that a, sounds really familiar. He was. A, Tell me about it. He was an it. SNL writer. And basically, he just saved up all the skits that they wouldn't let him do on SNL. They're like, no, that's too weird. Or like, that's that's dumb. People won't laugh at that. So he took all of those and he made his own show with them. And it's I think it's some of the best comedy. I 
have seen several of these. Yeah, sometimes they're floating around on the internet like memes and stuff. I think maybe we watched like season one. Right. And then had just kind of stopped watching it just because it, it, you know, it didn't come back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, there was but, a big gap between season one and season huh. two. I enjoy it. That, I, that's one of my issues with Netflix is I put yeah. everything in my queue. So like. Um, well, I don't even use the queue. No. Yeah. I don't. Okay. I don't use it at all. I just, I'm pure recommendations. So like stranger things, right? I will watch that, but I put it in my queue so I don't forget about it because like a new season came out, but I'm like not ready to watch it yet. Yeah. So I put it in the queue, but then once I, let's just hypothetically say whatever season four they're on now, Mm -hmm. I finished season four and then I remove, remove it from the queue. But then sometimes it doesn't tell me. Yeah. Season five. Season five is out. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. challenging. Yeah, it is very challenging. I, uh, here's a little tip. You might already do this, but okay. Sophie and I both have separate Netflix accounts, and then we also oh. have a joint one, too. Oh, we don't have a joint one. So and it makes separate. different recommendations based on who's watching. So, you know, if I'm watching, you know, I want to watch a car show or a horror movie or something like that, I get yeah, recommendations. Yeah. She gets her rom-com recommendations. But then the joint account has, like, this weird intersection of both mm. our passions. So it's uh yeah, it's good little. I like that. Good thing to I do. Like to, I might have to enact that tip. Mm-hmm. Um, the other Netflix, I want to ask you if you've ever used this feature. Do you ever rate the things that you watch? Never, never. So just you know, we already hit explicit. Just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Um, I've started doing that to see if my recommendations have been better. Mm-hmm. It seems about the same. They still recommend a lot of garbage. So I think Netflix, and this is pure speculation on my part, does what YouTube does, where they know that the most powerful signal you can send them about a show is that you watch it start to finish. Yes. That's like way more important than the like or anything like that. And I think probably their predictive engine is probably based much more heavily on just your viewing habits. Like, did you watch it for five minutes and then turn it off? Okay, you probably didn't like it, so let's not show you any of that. Valid point. I think yeah. you're I think you're probably right. So I don't know that you liking and disliking really gives them much more information than they already had. So that's probably why the, the recommendations haven't improved that much. Do you think it's like the like dislike button on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, like it's the I like dislike button. I think that's just there for for fun. Like, well, for the aforementioned shits and giggles. Or for that person that's just like, man, this Zach guy has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. I'm going to hit the thumbs down. I'm going to show him. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. to give angry people like an outlet. Um, Same with the comment section. Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah, definitely. There's um <laughs> there's a word for it. You know how we always talk about the, the Veblen goods or whatever, like goods yeah, that yeah. get more. There's also a word for switches and buttons that don't do anything, but they make it yes make it feel like people feel like they're doing something. Um, like the crosswalk, the thing. crosswalk ones that are like not hooked up to anything. Um, term. What's the term for it? Uh, button switch. Uh, uh, this going to take too long to okay. find. <laughs> uh, term. But okay, so here, while you're looking that up, I'll kind of explain the concept. The idea is that you pacify people by giving them a button that they can press so that they can feel like they're doing something while they're waiting for the machine to just do what it automatically does anyways. A plus illusion of control. Okay. Okay. Or I thought a there was a placebo like, button. I thought there was a like a person's name attached to it, but maybe maybe I just made that up. A Ellen Langer? Okay, I'm going to say that from now on because that sounds smart. An yeah. Ellen Langer button. So the the classic explanation or example of these Ellen Langer buttons are the crosswalk buttons. Yes. Yeah. That's where I first learned about it. I'm, I'm convinced I've been in some elevators too where the door close button is an Ellen Langer button. Uh, it says the door buttons on most... Uh, public transit, which I assumed you could probably 
put a uh, elevator in that too. Yeah. Office thermostats. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, and it does say elevator close buttons is number five on Yes. There. I knew uh, it. I knew it. I dig it. I once heard a rumor that if you press the elevator closed door button and the floor you wanted to go to at the same time, that you would skip directly to that floor, meaning it wouldn't stop at any other floor to pick additional people up on the way. Oh, dude, we have to try this at Workbench. Yeah, 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 we definitely do. I used to try it in my university all the time. And it, I don't think I ever had one instance where it stopped to pick somebody else up when I did that. But yeah, this is a late night thing. We're going to have some drinks. And we're going to test it. Like, I'll go to floor three. Yeah. And I will try to request the elevator. Oh. And then you see if you can bypass. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's great. That's how we're going to. We're going to we're going to put it to rest once and for all. Yeah. Well, I think we got to we got we hit an hour. Yeah. What do you say? We put the main show to rest. Hit over the after show. Sounds good to me, buddy. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We got a boatload of questions. These are going to be some juicy ones. Holy shit. Oh, this What's one is. That? half a page oh my god well okay that'll well. be the first one we do <laughs> all right we got a lot of questions we're gonna add in the after show so if you want to join us over there go to patreon.com patreon i just had a stroke that's okay it's okay pa- patreon.com slash off the cut podcast and we will see you over there or we'll see you next week sure will see you, everybody see you